All right, welcome back in, guys. Episode 21 of the 4th Down Football Show. And we got a Super Bowl matchup here. So, we got 49ers. Not a great one. Versus Chiefs again, yeah. Not a great one. Uh, we've seen this book already. So watch this movie already. Um, but we're going to get into the games. No Super Bowl predictions today. Brush on the Super Bowl a little bit, but believe it or not, we're not breaking down the Pro Bowl games next week, so... We can save our Super Bowl predictions for next week. But how are you guys doing today? Doing good. I had to watch uh, two good games, I guess. But didn't get the matchup that I wanted. But uh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? had a good weekend. Kyle, how are you holding up against the obnoxious 49ers fans? Uh well, I I could stand him for the first half, then it got a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, no, uh, everything's good, man. You know, just it's a good time to watch them play all football. Um, definitely not what I thought for sure. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll get into it. Yeah, I have to. Uh, I'm not gonna walk back my take because I think the Ravens could have won that game. Just jumping right into the Ravens and Chiefs, but I came out and said that I don't think anybody is going to stop the Ravens. And what do you know? Lo and behold, they lose freezing cold takes. Yes, it was. It was freezing cold take. I know I'm going to, I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to walk it back, but I'm going to defend myself a little bit here. I watched the majority, if not all of this game and the Ravens lost this game on their own accord. They they are their own reason for losing this game. Between the turnovers, that terrible interception by Lamar Jackson at the end, or between Zay Flowers fumbling going into the end zone, and all of the penalty calls that they had, they shot themselves in the foot. They could have won this game. They were handing it to the Chiefs left and right. They could not get their passing go- game going other than Zay Flowers at all. I mean, Lamar Jackson was the... It was a funny post. Lamar Jackson was the second highest receiver going into the third or into the halfway in the third quarter, something like that. And he caught one of his own balls that should have been intercepted, frankly. Um, And that made him the second highest receiver. So I don't know if it's a don't bet against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid or just the Ravens sort of like literally shot themselves in the foot because what are you doing here? All those penalties that they had playing very sloppy football overall and a sloppy brand of football not taking care of the ball like i said it was not their best showing in the slightest and sure you beat the texans last week and it was an impressive fashion but the ravens still have that sort of mantra on them of not being able to win in the playoffs and especially lamar jackson right now has that he has that aura around him that he can't win in the playoffs and all he did was beat the Texans a rookie Texans in the first year and I know somebody commented that on our post it was like oh hold your horses calm down because all they did was beat the Texans but I felt pretty confident and eh, the Chiefs proved me wrong so that's where I got as of right now Mello I know you love seeing Travis Kelsey and uh, Taylor Swift make out on the field afterwards, right? Hey, what the heck? What are we? This is how we're gonna start. Wow, it is. Uh, you said you were a fan of it. I don't mind it. I'm more of a fan of how it pisses everyone else off. 
Fair and enough. before I get to my thing about this, I, I'm glad you mentioned this. You know, these people on Instagram, Twitter, everywhere, and TikTok that are bitching and whining all the damn time about the constant posting of Taylor Swift. Enough. You know, those people are getting annoying. They're getting just as annoying as these sports pages that are posting Taylor Swift. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Um, That's my take with that. But going to this game, um, yeah, you hit it right on the head. Ravens shot themselves in the foot. They had numerous opportunities to win this game. And And let's not act like the Chiefs had a dominant game either. They only put up 17 points. But that's the difference between championship teams and playoff teams. Even if the Chiefs don't have their best weapons or they're not having their best stuff, they still find ways to win games. And I know Patrick Mahomes came out completely hot in the first quarter, in the first half. I think he only missed like one of his passes up to that point. But they didn't do much in the second half, and they gave – there was opportunities for this uh, Ravens offense to tie the game if not take the lead. But pressure's a crazy thing, man. When you ha- when you're at home, you have the better record. You're the one seed for a reason, and then you go out there and lay a dud like that, and only get and score ten points, and Lamar seeing ghosts and whatever's going on out there. But I think you could make an argument that this was more Ravens lost this game than the Chiefs won, because I, I understand Chiefs won the game. That's all that matters, but. Second half was not that impressive to me. Really wasn't. But sucks to be a Ravens fan. Um you know I know Jim Harbaugh has won a Super Bowl, but that was what? Twelve years ago now? And he's had a abysmal playoff record since then. But Ravens had it. They had the dream scenario to get to a Super Bowl and win it. You had the home field. You had the one seed. All you had to do was win two games. And you were going up against a Patrick Mahomes Chiefs team that, yes, they did win, and you can't take that away from them, but this is not the best Chiefs team that we've ever seen. And they beat you to get to a Super Bowl. That's scary. That's my two cents. Yeah, I mean, you guys hit it right there. Um I think both of these games that we saw being played, um, the outcome should have been completely different, I think, in both games. Um, but kind of reiterating on this uh, on this side of things with the AFC, I mean, Baltimore, you should have won this game. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. This game should have been won by Baltimore, by Lamar. Um, yeah, uh, you, you guys both hit it. Perfect there. Um, yeah, this Chiefs team, it's not the impressive Chiefs team that we're used to seeing. Um, yeah, they get the job done. Patrick Mahomes does his thing. Uh, Travis Kelsey doing his thing. But the penalties, Zay Flowers, I mean, that taunting call, come on. That right there kind of swung momentum right back to Casey. And would have been a whole lot better the Ravens offense and what Lamar was doing. If you weren't acting like a damn idiot on the field, 
swirling balls in people's faces. You know, that's that's going to be taken out of context. Hey, anyway, hey, hey. Uh, oh, I already yes. caught myself here. Yes, <laughs> two for two. Anyway, um, no, this game should have been won by Baltimore, and this is not the convincing Chiefs team that we're used to seeing. So uh, it's going to be an interesting Super Bowl. I think I know we're really dogging on the Ravens here, and I want to take the time to give Kansas City's defense credit because they have been playing very good as of lately, and that's where we see a bit of a different Chiefs team than we're used to. We're used to the throwing it deep to Tyreek Hill every time and finding Travis Kelsey across the middle for 20, 30 yards. But at this point, they got a solid run game with Isaiah Pacheco. I mean, yes, they do hit Travis Kelsey. He's a key piece of their offense, but their defense too. Their defense is a strong point of this team now. It's not a liability like it was like four, three years ago. I don't think we're going to be looking for the Chiefs to score 40 points and win by a touchdown and give up 33 in the Super Bowl. I think this, I mean, the 49ers are a different animal, but just the Chiefs defense right now has been very good lately and i think that's a key part like the interception that was a bad ball by lamar it was a bad throw by lamar at the end of the game there but don't take away the chiefs they had a strip sack earlier in the game off of lamar that's not that's not lamar throwing the game away sure you could be a little more cautious but that's good defense by the chiefs they were getting pressure on him a lot of the times and not that lamar doesn't like to run out of the pocket because obviously he does but they did a good job overall containing this Ravens offense, I think. So I think we got to give some credit to the Chiefs defense here too. Absolutely. And I didn't even know this until like towards the end of the game. I think the Ravens only ran the ball like what, four times, I think, with their running back? If I'm not mistaken, something like that. But that that can't happen when you're trying to win a game like that. But uh I'm going to start going to the other side a little bit. How about this Chiefs run here? They've been in the Super Bowl, what, I think four out of the last five years now, I think, or something crazy like that. That's yeah. insane. Uh, just when you thought we were done with the Brady and Patriots stuff, and like, all right, we'll finally get some uh, parody, and maybe some other teams will get in the mix here. No, here comes Kansas City and Andy Reid and everybody. and It's impressive. It's impressive. And it's crazy how when this run started back in – 2019 when they lost to the Patriots in the NFC AFC championship game, they were the underdogs. They were the heroes. It's like, all right, we finally got somebody that's going to take down this dynasty in new England. And then just how quickly they turned into, they're the most hated team in the NFL, arguably, if not their top three, but it just, we've seen this go from a good story to villain to dynasty and to me they're a dynasty already but if they win in two weeks they're they've cemented that dynasty 100 percent. yeah no i i agree with everything you guys said this chief's defense has been i don't want to say carrying them this postseason but they've been a difference maker and it's been Nice to see a change for once in Kansas City. Usually we're talking about the offense and all the glitz and glamour are on them. 
finally the defense is getting some love. Um, but no, uh, this this run that they're on is honestly insane. Um, to really step back and think that, you know, I mean, I, I remember growing up in in prime Giants days, Kansas City was a joke, man. Like going through quarterbacks left and right, um, finishing bottom of their division every single year. Um, it, it was it was cool to see, you know. But uh, Melo, like you said, um, villains turn into dynasties, and then dynasties get hated on. You saw it with New England for how many years? Um, and yeah, they've turned into that, and it's crazy to see all the social media posts dogging on the dogging on KC, and but no, I, you, you can't deny they're impressive, man. And it's it's a cool thing to see, at least for Andy Reid. I've always liked him, even when he was in Philly. Believe it or not, um, <laughs> he's he, he's a guy who deserves all the love, man. And uh, he's definitely going down as one of the greatest coaches for sure. Yeah, and if you think about it, Patrick Mahomes, this is just the start of his career. I mean, yeah, we're into his career a little bit now, but uh, he's made the AFC Championship game every year now of his career. That's crazy. I, I That's insane. Every year that he's been the starter, he's made the AFC championship game. And now for the times he's made it to the Super Bowl. That's wild. I mean, we, I'm not going to do a goat conversation, but just looking at it, there was a lot of years. Brady did not make the AFC championship game. And this is just in Mahomes' beginning of his career. Every year to this point, he has. I'm not saying Mahomes is a GOAT, but I think there's a case that he could get there one day. I really do. I think there's a case. There's a road for him to get there one day. Um, I agree with that 100%. It's going to be hard, and you might have to play till you're 42 or 43 and still be good like Brady was, but I think there's a road for you to get there, Mahomes. So... I'm not going to say he's the GOAT right now because he's not right now. Brady's still the GOAT right now. Um, but I think there's a path that Mahomes could get there one day. But Yeah, you know, I'm going to take an NBA route here. LeBron, at this stage in his career, and I think he said this like a couple years ago, I think they asked him, who are you chasing? Like, I'm not chasing anybody. I'm chasing ghosts. And he meant that towards Michael Jordan. And I think Mahomes is getting to that point where he's already the best player in the world. He's chasing ghosts, Tom Brady. And I think we've entered that point. And especially if they get it done on two weeks from two weeks from yesterday, they get it done. I think Mahomes is chasing ghosts too. Yeah, and another ring is going to be huge for him. He, at this point in his career, if you look at their stats side by side through this point in their career, Mahomes is beating him in a lot of categories. He's beating Brady. So it took Brady a while to get all of his rings, but Mahomes is stacking them up real early in his career. So like I said, I think there's a case he could get there one day. But um, we got anything else on Chiefs Ravens before we jump to the other side. Shout out to Marquez Valdez-Scantley. He caught a ball yesterday <laughs> to clinch the game for the Chiefs. I think that's the first ball he's caught in like two years. So shout out to him. <laughs> could never Go get a in, ring. He could never do that in the green and gold. No, he couldn't because the pressure is different in Lambo world and and uh, Title Town. Title Town. There you go. Yes, <laughs> it's okay. I get it. 
Yeah. Well, maybe if he would have caught a few more, the Packers would have found themselves in the Super Bowl a couple more times. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a conversation for another day. That's... It is. It is. But today we got the Lions uh... choking their shot to to face off the, with the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. How many times? I feel like Dan Campbell right now is still going for it on fourth down. He's he's, he's not taking those field goals. I, it gets to a point where you got to take some field goals every once in a while. I feel like, uh, but can I argue the other side? You can. Why? That's been his why? DNA all season. He's going to be aggressive but... and he's going to go for it. So why all of a sudden? In an NFC Championship game, if that's been your philosophy all season, why are you going to change it now? It's not like it was a 4th and 10 or a 4th and 12. It was a 4th and 2 and a 4th and 3. I had no issue with him going for it. Hmm. I don't know. I I disagree there. it got to be taking the points. You're not not guaranteed. Get the first down and score a touchdown. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, but... I know analytics are probably saying go for it, but I'm not a kick a field goal guy usually, or most of the time. I'm a fan of the Eagles. We go for it on fourth and one every time there's a a fourth and one. I mean, we did this past year. Maybe not once Jason Kelsey retires, but I think in those situations, sometimes you got to take the points, but that I guess that's not the whole... Uh, story to tell here because the Lions did blow a 17 point halftime lead. That's uh, that's just a fact there. And now we see Brock Purdy as a leading his team to the Super Bowl, Mr. Uh, Irrelevant. So, oh, what, Mello? You don't like that? No, I don't like that. <laughs> Kyle, I want to hear your thoughts. You definitely were tuned into this game. Oh, 100%. This, uh, this game, I feel like, has a lot of similarities to what Baltimore did. The Lions were in control of this game and should have won. Um, I mean, all season long. Dan Campbell's... I, I'm, I'm going to shift to the fourth down thing here. Um, I'm with Mello on this. I, I don't think Dan Campbell can go away from this. Like, he's been doing it all season long. He gets the players behind him. He's one hell of a coach. Why are you going to go go against what you've preached in that locker room all season long? I like the call. That's that's what Dan Campbell does, man. And I think I think I I mean, I can't be mad at him. If even if I was a Lions fan, man, I'm not taking those points. I'm doing what we've done all season long and what got us here in the first place. Um, but going on the game, man, I mean, I've thought for sure once halftime hit I was like, dude, the Lions got this locked up. We're going to see the Lions in the Super Bowl for once. Um, and then they shot himself in the foot, man. I mean, you really didn't see much from this Detroit team in the second half. They got sloppy. Defense was not, you know, playing up to par for this 49ers offense. And this 49ers team, man, like, I'm not convinced with them either as much as I am with the Chiefs. This is a weird place to be, for me at least, because I'm looking at both these teams in the Super Bowl thinking, like, should they even be here? Both their games, the other teams, have not played up to par with them in second half, kind of blew the game. 
and now they find themselves here. It's it's a really really weird place to be, at least for myself. This 49ers team has not been that juggernaut this this postseason. They just haven't been, and neither have the Chiefs. Um, but no, I mean, at the end of the day, the Niners got it done. They just need to come out like that juggernaut, like we've been hyping them up all season to actually get this done for once. Yeah, and two things. Uh, number one, just again, going back to the whole, you know, go for it or not. What happens if they kick a field goal, kicker misses it, and then everybody's pointing the finger at Dan Campbell. Oh, you got no guts. You should have went for it. This is the NFC Championship game. What are you doing? So this, it's not a win-win. I think people still would have give people would have given Campbell a hard time either way. Going to the, going to my second point. You know the impressive thing, and the thing that's got to kill you if you're a Lions fan. It's not like you just blew that lead for two quarters. You blew that lead in like twelve minutes. By the end of the third quarter, they were already up three. Yeah, it's just. I don't know how you can do that, but I'm not going to say, I'm not going to discredit the San Francisco 49ers because, yes, for some reason, these last two games, they've played like absolute shit in the first two quarters. And then, for some, and then somehow they make halftime adjustments, which I didn't even know Shanahan did stuff like that. So I'm learning something new. I'm learning something new this time. But, um, and then they come out and they kick everyone's ass in the second quarter. But um, it is impressive because not many teams, and we saw it on the graphic, not many teams that are down double digits at halftime in an NFC championship game are coming back and winning that game. They're just not. So um, I can guarantee you one thing, and I'm probably going to put my throat, put my uh, foot in my mouth again here. If they do that again, Super Bowl Sunday, I guarantee you they're not they're not winning that game. If you're gonna go down 17, 10 points to the Chiefs, you're not winning that game. I'm sorry. So they gotta be preaching to every the, the, the Shanahan has to preach to everybody in that locker room for practice for two weeks. Like we cannot get behind because they will be in trouble this time. The Chiefs know how to close out a game. They. MVS. It's a cliche, it's a cliche thing to say, but they have the championship DNA, and I'm not gonna say that's why the Lions couldn't win. It's a little tough though when it's your first time making it that far as a team. Maybe you're gonna struggle to close things out. Um, I mean, I'd like to think we'll see the Lions back here again in this run that they're on, but. You never know. I mean, it's hard to see teams make it back again. There's so many teams, like in the 2015s, we saw the Falcons and the Panthers and whatnot come and go, and they weren't back again. They're not. They weren't consistent powerhouses. So, it's this is not something we see all the time. And I mean, the Lions. Yes, they were very thankful for the opportunity. Dan Campbell, very emotional guy, was thankful. But he, I think, he was quoted as saying, "This might have been our only shot." Like it, it takes a lot to get the whole way to NFC championship game and to be up 17 points at halftime. You gotta, you gotta close that one out. It, it's especially with a quarterback who's been to the super bowl before there. 
He's got it. He's got a little bit there. I don't know. Sucks for the Lions. Sucks for Lions fans too. It does suck for the Lions fans because you saw how crazy their fans were going at Ford Field at that watch party, and the do- the Lions had a bottom five defense this whole season, top five offense, but they had a bottom five defense, and it blew up in their face at the worst possible time yesterday in the NFC Championship game in San Francisco. Yeah. And th- again, you might only get one shot, and this is coming full circle to the point I made from the very beginning. That's why I have no issue with them going for it on fourth and two, and I have no issue with them going for it on fourth and three. You only get one shot, and you never know if you're going to be back in this position. That's fair. That's fair. I'm not overly upset, you know, but just in some cases, I think you got to take the points. So that's where I'm at with it. But yeah. Kyle, you got anything else on this game? Or we want to touch on the Super Bowl matchup a little bit? Um, I mean, kind of like what Melo said, I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and completely take away from either KC or San Francisco. They got the job done at the end of the day. They they came back from deficits, or in Kansas City's case, they just absolutely dominated from snap. Um but San Francisco especially. They've been it's hard to say they've been dealing with adversity, but I feel like they have, you know, just it, it, it gives me that, that feeling with this team. They are super loaded, but I just, I feel like they've been doubted. I, I don't know what it is, but I feel like they overcame and they are at the spot because they do deserve it. At the end of the day, they deserve to be there. They are this powerhouse and shout out to Dre Greenlaw, by the way, real quick. That dude's a stud. Absolutely love watching him ball out. Probably going to be with another team next year, considering San Francisco's uh, money issue. But um, shout out Brock Purdy. I mean, say what you want about the guy, but he gets it done, man. Seriously, he does. And I think I think it's a cool thing to see. Um, but no, we we can definitely get into the Super Bowl. Okay. So like I said, we're not going to – do a full on deep dive or anything like that, but just to touch on in the matchup, maybe initial thoughts. Um, because we got the whole Pro Bowl and Pro Bowl games next week, so obviously we can must watch give more, yeah, must watch TV there. Um, got to give our predictions next week then. But somebody said, I forget which one of you said, Mellow, I think a boring Super Bowl matchup here, um, not or not the one that we desired necessarily. I agree with that. We want to see the Ravens in. We want to see the Lions in. And we got the exact opposite of that. But on the other side of things, we get to witness greatness again in Patrick Mahomes. Like I already made the case for him to be putting himself in that uh, goat conversation. He's a great QB talent to watch. He's fun to watch on the field. I mean, that one play where he looked like he was about to get sacked and sort of like short armed it. So Travis Kelsey and Kelsey lunged out and grabbed it. That was a fun play to watch. I mean, it, I'm thankful that we got two fun teams to watch. We didn't get a boring uh, – no offense to Jared Goff, but we didn't get Jared Goff at quarterback. I mean, we got Brock Purdy, but I think the Niners' weapons make up for it a little bit. We got two of the greatest tight ends in the game. We got the best running back in the game, debatably. We got the best quarterback in the game. 
We got an elite defensive studs on both sides. I think there's a lot to like though in this in this matchup. There is a lot to like, but again, we've seen this before. But <laughs> different team. It's though. different. I know. I understand. It's a different team. And listen. Two weeks from now, am I going to be sitting on the couch watching the game into every play? Goddamn right I am. But there was just better options out there. Now, I can't complain too much because those other teams didn't get it done and they didn't deserve to be here. But um, it's going to be interesting because you've got the 49ers defense that, listen, has been very suspect. But I give them credit. Two weeks in a row, they were able to figure it out in the third quarter, get some timely turnovers, and turn them into points. So I give the 49ers defense credit for that. And then you got this Chiefs defense that, listen, usually when you're talking about the Kansas City Chiefs, you're not talking about their defense. So I'm, I'm very excited to see these two defenses go at each other. And listen, it, with these quarterbacks, it's going to be who blinks first. Because, and we've seen it, and we've seen it the last two weeks. Brock Purdy has gone away with a lot of stuff. He's thrown some bad balls out there. Now, he's also made some great plays, too. But, quarterback play, who blinks first? That, that's my keys right there. And we just kick off the game now. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, it's, it's kind of hard to say, man, because it's, I don't know. I I feel like both these teams are kind of kind of like underwhelming all all postseason long. So it's hard for me to really like get a feel for this game and what I want to see versus what I don't. But I also just need to keep it simple. Both these teams deserve to be here. They're great teams. But what I want to see is I want to see what Brock Purdy is actually capable of. I feel like he hasn't given us his full potential yet. And I think this is a perfect opportunity. It's a Super Bowl. You're going up against a guy who is going to enter himself in the GOAT conversation. Show us what you got. Leave it all out there. I want to see Brock Purdy make some risky throws. I want to see him run out of the pocket a little bit like he did yes, um, against the Lions. I mean, I feel like this guy could really take that next step this game. And I'm kind of excited to see that. Kind of shut up all the haters, man. Seriously, saying you're only good because you're in the system. Shut I've me said up. it before. Yeah, I've said it before. <laughs> so just go out there, play a damn good game, and I I don't want to talk about these defenses anymore. I want the flashy offenses. I want the Mahomes to Kelsey. I want the Purdy to uh I mean you could say anybody, Ayuk, Debo, McCaffrey. Um no, it's it's gonna be interesting. Brock Purdy. Try and be the reason your team wins. I mean, that's what we want to see. Of course, for the 49ers, the recipe is just winning, whatever that looks like. But I think for us, we want to see Brock Purdy be the reason the team wins. If Put him on your back. We all know that you can throw the ball five yards to Debo, to Kittle, to CMC. We've all, we've all said that story a hundred times, but... We want to see you make the big plays when you're toe-to-toe with the best in the game right now and an all-time great. Where where are you at with him? Can you match up with him? I mean, no offense to Eli Manning and Nick Foles, and they're on totally different levels. Calm down, buddy. Calm down. But, Calm down. but, but we saw them both match up with Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Damn right. Are, are you going to – 
Like, I know. I, that's one thing we can get together on. Um, but are we going to see that, or are we going to see a meltdown in the Super Bowl? When when all the lights are on you, Brock Purdy, what are we going to see? And I'm really hoping that we could see him perform, because, I mean, obviously, no one wants to watch a meltdown, unless you're a Chiefs fan. You don't want to watch Brock Purdy meltdown and throw, like, and three me. interceptions. Well, maybe, maybe Mello, yeah. Mello's not a 49ers fan, that's for sure. Have you figured it out yet? <laughs> yeah, it took a lot of deduction, but I figured it out. Um, okay, that's good. Glad you figured it out. <laughs> so I think that was pretty much our light touch on the Super Bowl a while. And like I said, we'll dive into more of it next week. But I think that's going to do it here for episode 21. We got our We got our Super Bowl set. Now we just got to wait for it. Melo, you look like you were going to say something. No? No. No? All right. Let's get to the Super Bowl. All right. So that's going to do it for episode 21. And, yeah, we'll be back next week. See you then.